Vigilance committees have a long and storied history. There are few places in the world, and certainly none in America, that have benefited more from the actions of volunteer law enforcers than New York City. The law must come swiftly if it is to come justly. In generations past, the work of getting word to a deputized constabulary offered sufficient time for many ne'er-do-wells to escape the scene of the crime and then to escape justice entirely. The lives saved in years gone by is uncountable. As a young man, I remember reading in rapt horror as stories of the Whitechapel Ripper trickled over from London. I was so captivated reading about how a vigilante, the bell toller, caught the mad Pollock before he could claim a fourth victim that I almost became a vigilante myself. Were it not for the ready action of Baltimore's famed Canterbury Boys, the father of modern police detection, Edgar Allan Poe, may have died, drugged and beaten on the steps of Gunner's Hall. I would, of course, be remiss if I did not mention the Hammer of Justice, New York City's most legendary vigilante who apprehended Anne Lohman for the horrible murder of Mary Rogers. The Hammer of Justice, whose true identity has never been discovered, is the first name that so many evoke in defense of the vigilance committees. But his was a different New York. In a city of over 300,000 people, there were less than 200 deputized lawmen. Volunteers were needed to combat the rampant gang violence and supplement the ineptitude and corruption of the time. The modern New York City Police Department has neither of those shortcomings. It is a beacon of virtue and forward thinking. Our boys in blue are the bravest men on God's green earth, and I'll not hear anyone say otherwise. I have said for many years now that the advent of the telephone and the automobile have been so great a boon to the deputized crime fighters of this city that vigilance committees are quickly becoming a thing of the past. Vigilante justice has always had its flaws, with the modern police force more efficient than ever before. The benefits of vigilance committees are dwindling and being overshadowed by those inherent flaws. Today, the city has been gripped by fear. The appearance of a masked woman in red attacking innocent delivery men and wantonly burning legal alcoholic beverages shows the greatest flaw in the vigilante system. There is no doubt in my mind that the masked virago is a teetotaler who sees St. Moon's near beer Yippity as a cheat on the 18th Amendment to the Constitution. My paper has supported prohibition wholeheartedly. The scourge of liquor was apparent to any thinking man in the past decade. The saloon was a den of the worst vices. However, the near beers being produced by so many of this country's breweries are clean and wholesome to drink, to say nothing of their refreshment. Many members of the working class rely on such drinks to preserve their health. That a well-intentioned but ignorant woman should endanger that is understandable, but not tolerable. Yet her mask and her exploitation of the vigilante system 
make her apprehension all the more difficult. She cannot be allowed to continue, and I have no doubt that she will be apprehended quickly. But what of the next misguided vigilante to follow her? The men of this country's police forces face enough dangers from the truly evil men of this world without overexcited women adding to their burden. Do we need more vigilantes to enforce the new law of prohibition? Of course not. Almost 2,000 men have been assigned the specific task of ridding our country of rum runners and bootleggers. What hope could the speakeasies have with such a force on their heels? I tell you, the days of the Vigilance Committee are over. They served their purpose and served it well for many years. But the modern world has no place for them. The advances we have made with telephones, audio recording, and photography will soon make it impossible for lawbreakers to escape justice. Soon our courts will be flooded with material evidence and we will hardly need a police force at all. Mark my words, the rise of the Virago is the downfall of vigilantes everywhere. Percy Wallace, editor-in-chief of the New York Atlas.